Welcome to the Pillars of Smoke podcast. My name is Sam. Hey, and I'm Mag. Let's go. Superman by Goldfinger. Nice. If you're a Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan, really? That was, that was one of the that was one of the big songs in that one. Really? Oh yeah, bro. Oh man, I had no idea. Oh yeah, that's cool. Huge, huge. Very cool. I like that. Huge, huge, huge. But it was it was good, man. That was uh, that was my childhood. That was my childhood right there. Nice. Played t- pro- Tony Hawk Pro Skater on end for hours really sleepovers for hours i love it we'd cycle between uh tony hawk uh golden and nfl blitz Oof. nfl blitz I'm, wow i'm dating myself on that one that's a <laughs> oh man golden that was a great game Golden was amazing that was game. a great game i love that game especially when you go in like the mm-hmm when you put the big head mode? Yep. You remember uh, Metal Gear Solid? Bro. Oh, come on now. Let's oh, go. Oh, man. Metal Gear. I wonder if they make that. What? Metal Gear Solid for PS5. They do. They do? Yeah. I'm going to go find that. They're actually later. coming out with a new one. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, That's man. great. That's great. Oh, yeah. I was just telling Sam that Need for Speed is not what it used to no, be. No, Need for Speed is trash now. <laughs> Need for Speed is trash. Underground trash. was good. Most Wanted was good. Uh, carbon carbon one two and three hot pursuit was whatever hot Hot pursuit pursuit was whatever but the ones now are just trash man it's all it was it's all like good it's all cut scenes you get like maybe five races you know what was really good what ghost of tashima ghost of tashima was good and spider-man miles morales that was dope the new one was also pretty good i have not played spider-man games spider-man's freaking dope game bro but you know what the best game is? What? Age of Empire. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> now it's COD. Everybody knows it's COD. Everyone knows it's COD. COD, baby. COD. COD. If anybody wants to get Molly Wapped, you know where to find me. Wow. Galberry Gideon, you know what's up. <laughs> what's, your, what's your tag name? Huh? No, what's I'm not going to put it out there. Oh, I'm wow. not putting okay. it out there like that. Okay. No, I'm not putting on, no, I'm not putting on my tag out there like that. Nah, hell no. Nah, I have some randoms hitting me up. Nah, we good. We good. You can't throw some out the invite players. and then not, not share your tag, bro. If like. you find me on Twitch, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, trash man. at COD. 
I'm trash. I'm trash too, but I've been getting better. I've been getting better. One day you'll see Mag with a keyboard and mouse. Soon. <laughs> Soon, baby. Soon. It's already in the works. I'm putting that PC together. I'm putting that monster together. CC, I'm sorry. Bro, it's going to cost way too much money, though. She's gonna, I hope she doesn't hear this podcast. That PC is going to run me at least 45, 5 Gs or something ooh, like that. Ooh. Yeah, something like that. You better have liquid cooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- oh, 100%. 100%. Um, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm still choosing between uh, AMD and NVIDIA. Hmm. I'm trying to choose right I now. I mean, NVIDIA is always like the the powerhouse it is but amd but has AMD, some really good comparable stuff AMD, too amd has great quality uh great quality uh um graphics cards and things like that processors that are fantastic for for a good price to yeah. be honest with you i it's not a bad option but yeah enough about uh video games because <laughs> we, 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 we could we could make we could we could do a we whole, thing make a on whole this. episode on this a whole episode on this and they would have absolutely nothing to do with scripture nothing <laughs> <laughs> but today we will be finishing off the second half of luke 9 god willing God, no. Well, I think I think we'll <laughs> I get think through so. this I one. Think so. I think so. I think we'll get last through week. It, we got through thirty six verses, bro. We did. We, we did. did. Oh, wow. And 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 the ending of it was just oh fantastic. my gosh. I, I'm still not over it. It was fantastic. Just seeing the transfiguration, mm-hmm. what it meant, and if you, you haven't know, listened to that episode, go do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Even if you don't listen to the whole thing, listen to like the last like ten, 10 minutes. minutes. The last ten minutes of that episode are just absolute fire mm-hmm. fuego and, and and in all honesty just the rest of luke 9 too is just incredible oh, it's it's like it's it's great because the first half of luke 9 was really just like jesus showing who he was even more yeah and then in and then the second half is almost like you useless generation <laughs> i'm sorry unbelieving and perverse generation yeah. as he as he that's says exactly it. what he says uh but let's get into let's this get in man it. let's get into let's, it uh now my my ipad wants to start acting weird okay. oh man cool awesome there we go there you go all right so we are at luke chapter 9 verse 37 mm-hmm. on the next day so literally right after they just did the whole transfiguration right after the thing. transfiguration on the next day when they had come down from the mountain a great crowd met him and behold a man from the crowd cried out teacher i beg you to look at my son for he is my only child and behold the spirit seizes him and he suddenly cries out it convulses him so that he foams at the mouth and shatters him and will hardly leave him and i begged your disciples to cast it out but they could not after he had just given them the ability to. Bro. <laughs> like Jesus bestowed oh upon you the power to, to like remove these things and you guys yeah. you guys can't do it. Yeah. And verse forty one, Jesus answered, Oh faithless and twisted generation, mm-hmm. how long am I to be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. Wow. Bro, you know what it is for Jesus to look at you and call you faithless and twisted? Yeah. How long do I have to bear with you? Oh, my God. It's like everything that you've seen me do, all the power that I have bestowed for you, and you still don't get it. Yeah. 
you still don't get it. And then he, while he was coming, the demon threw him to the ground and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And all were astonished at the majesty of God. You know, this this verse is, is beautiful because, at least to me, because it, the verse, um, you know, it, it underscores the frustration that mm. Jesus has essentially with his disciples and the people who are following him around and the lack of faith that it, you know it, it, it highlights his power uh to heal and command and the command that he has mm -hmm. over evil itself not just over nature not just over um people or anything like that but even outside of this world even in you know to, to the scope of evil mm -hmm. so having having dominion and power over that i don't think that's necessarily something that the disciples were able to understand about jesus mm -hmm. because very often we're so consumed with the tangible with right here right now what we can see touch feel and and so on and so forth and taste and all of that that we overlook and we we overlook the goodness of christ and mm. his power over the things that we don't have tangible access to like evil and sin mm. which is which is very interesting and what's 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 far more interesting to me here is like there, there there's that aspect of it but it's also the aspect of like like where is your faith mm-hmm like this is this is another one of those like the rest of this is almost the rest of this passage chapter really is really more so like where is your faith in following me where is your faith in doing the things that i've asked you to do sure. and giving you the power to do right sure. and it's almost like he's trying to he's trying to get them to really understand like i'm not going to be here to do this for you all the time right. i need you to work in my name i need you to have the faith that what you're doing through me is going to like it's going to come to fruition and it's it's interesting because like as 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 this is happening right you go to verse you go to the next you go to the next verse or the second part of 43 it says but while they were all marveling at everything he was doing jesus said to his disciples let these words sink into your ears the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men but they did not understand this saying and it was concealed from them from them so that they might not perceive it and they were afraid to ask him about this saying so it's almost like he's telling them like like it's just so weird and like it's it's almost like out of out of pocket that he's like in the middle of them marveling at what he's doing in this miracle and him that's like casting out this demon that he's like hey i'm gonna die soon yeah like it's like get it through your head you know yeah jesus here he's foretelling his death you know was um was counter to the to the uh to the messianic ex um expectations of the time mm -hmm. nobody no one in the in the jewish culture expected the messiah to come and die mm -hmm. they, they they're expecting this this socially this social political economic powerhouse to come in and save them from everything and bring forth god knows what <laughs> maybe the maybe the new kingdom yeah. right, you know at some point or another but they were never expecting to hear the messiah say my death is coming mm -hmm. so this kind of like throws things kind of uh you know out of balance in in the mind of of the jewish disciples right and even the gentilic ones probably as well oh absolutely so you know it 
this is this is underscoring the the necessity of the passion for this for south you know for the for for god's salvific plan because um back in you know in, in the other in in the other section you know jesus is is demonstrating his power over evil and his compassion it also highlights the limitations hmm. um with, you know emphasizing the necessity of faith for jesus to for jesus divine power right so that's only power that jesus has so they're not understanding that so maybe the disciples did try to cast this demon and they failed mm -hmm. unequivocally but that failure wasn't necessarily um it wasn't necessarily bad right it was a failure for them to understand hey i may have given you temporary power but there's only things that i can do but there's only certain things that i can do hmm. maybe there's certain maybe i gave you power for a short period of time for about two weeks or so for you to go out speak to people <coughs> cast demon do things in my name mm -hmm. but i'm here now i'm here back i'm we're all together again so therefore it's it's my time to do the work mm. so when he tells them hey my time is coming it's also um it's also pointing them in the direction of that that's a helicopter 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 wow sorry it's pointing them <laughs> in, the, in the direction of hey my my time is short here i'm gonna die hmm but they're not making the connection between Jesus's mm -hmm. death and his power over evil. They're not seeing that. And what's and what's and what's furthermore is like, he's also. I, I think at a certain point he's also trying to get them to understand, like you know, it, it, with, with like the comment of of how long do I have to bear with you? It's it's also a thing of yes, I'm here to show miracles and like heal people and and whatnot. But I'm more here to talk about the kingdom, sure, and the kingdom to come, sure, sure. because that's where that's where the rest of this chapter goes. That's exactly right after where it's going. So like, so like the verse 40, 46, 46, an argument arose among them as to which of them was the greatest. But Jesus, knowing the reasoning of their hearts, took a child and put him by his side and said to them, "Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you all is the one who is great." Hmm. And he's kind of showing them like. It, it doesn't matter what you're doing. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one of you is great right now. If you're not serving the least of these, then you're not great at all. Then you're not great. And, at all. and if and if and if you're not serving these, then you're not going to receive. Like like the person who sent me is not going to receive you, and you're not right. going to be part of the kingdom. Right. Like that's that's the greater portion of what this actually meant. Like if you're not willing to set yourself aside, if you're not willing to humble yourself and serve people the way that I have come to do and show you guys, which is which the, is just what he's the been kingdom doing. and what he's been doing you're not going to get this consider all the people that he has been serving from it, within this book of luke it's the minority oh absolutely it's, it's those who who are cast aside as the cast-offs it's mm -hmm. it's um second class citizens it's he's not over here serving the pharisees he's not necessarily mm -hmm. serving the roman empire or caesar or anything like that he's He's serving those who have been cast aside, yeah. which is the message of the gospel. You know, like James says, true religion, it's serving widows and orphans. Yeah. So this is this is very congruent with the nature of Jesus, with what he's with what he's doing, with the way that he carried out his entire ministry. 
was necessary. It, it wasn't, you know, I hate when people tell me that, that God is love. Yes, God is love, but God is also acting on that love. Mm -hmm. He's showing that love. He is, he is, and the greatest expression of that love is the dissemination of the gospel. Mm -hmm. That is the greatest um, uh, um, act of showing love to someone is when you share the gospel with them. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's just countercultural, though. Absolutely, because they're not expecting Extremely. that. They're not, it's 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 kind of like later on in Acts, which Luke also wrote, uh, <laughs> when, when Peter when when Peter's walking with one of the other apostles, and um, you know they come across this man who's like begging for silver and gold, and you know he's looking for alms, and Peter looks at him, he's like silver and gold, I do not have, but I do have a message of hope. Yeah, like I do have the gospel that I can yeah. give you, and that's far greater. Than anything that I can give you this material. And where, do you, where do you think where do you think Peter learned that? From Jesus. Right here, right now, at this point in time in Luke mm -hmm. in the chap in this in this section of Luke chapter nine, because it's, it's something that that Peter probably he's never seen that before. Mm -hmm. The only other person that was doing something like that was John, and he was yeah. beheaded. Beheaded. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like, "What are we gonna do?" <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> but then it's 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 interesting because there's just just there's so much back and forth in the conversation that's happening here with the with the disciples and Jesus. Because like right afterwards, then you know J John tries to answer Jesus, right, about who's the greatest and like mm -hmm. who who these people are, and then John says, um, "Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop." Them. Right. Uh, because he does not follow with us. But then Jesus said to him, do not stop him for the one who is not against you is for you. Right. And it's like, he's telling him like, dude, like we, like it, if he's casting demons out in my name, it's not like he's doing it for his own glory. He's saying in the name of Jesus, do it like come out. Like he's helping that person. He's doing exactly what it is that I'm trying to teach you guys here. Yeah. Like the whole purpose of me coming here is to show you guys that you need to serve others. Right. That is the point of the kingdom. And it's and it's we're we're not serving people in vain. We're not serving people for for just pointless reasons. Like everything has the gospel end goal because Absolutely. at the end of every single time Jesus served someone or healed someone, he also shared with them the kingdom. Yeah. You know, this is this is what's coming. This is the hope that you have laid before you. Like it's not just you know oh well come out demon all right bye <laughs> like, yeah. like he's trying to fill that person with something that they did not have before he's trying to make them complete he's trying to bring shalom to their life Absolutely. like what we had talked about in our last, last episode week. yeah last like, week's episode. like last week's episode we talked about the completeness that christ brings into someone's life and that's what jesus was doing in every single one of these instances he's sure. bringing completeness to their life by first healing their physical need like hey look I'm going to heal you, but I want to talk to you for a second too. You know, and that's what's going on here in the first century uh, ancient Near East. What's with the social status, the status of hierarchy, mm -hmm. were significant social values in the Jewish culture. The disciples, the, the argument reflects a misunderstanding of Jesus's kingdom mm. in a in a major way. So what Jesus is doing here, he's redefining greatness mm -hmm. as humility and service. You know, subverting worldly. Um, so subverting those worldly notions of power and status and so on and so forth. So, you know, he, he calls Christians to, hu hu you know, to humility and to service before right. the rank of status and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. It's not necessarily as, as important as we would, 
as we would carry it on to be in in society even today Mm -hmm. even today and it's funny because like uh i'm always on linkedin Mm -hmm. for no reason just you know it's oh that's like a cesspool of social oh my god it's horrible (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but but there's 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 a lot of like leadership stuff that's coming out on there um and and people have (coughs) um you know leadership experts and and, and different professors and people have been doing a lot of different studies on what makes a good manager or a good director or a good leader within even within the corporate world and it's a lot of what it's been pointing to lately has been well if your leader is not taking care of you if your leader right. is not finding out how they can serve you best how they can guide the team properly how they can like what are the actual pangs that the team is going through are they just overlooking these things or are they trying to help their team solve it like if if your leader's not doing this, they're a bad leader. If your leader is not humble enough to say, you know what, I messed up. This one's on me. I'll take the brunt for this, guys. Like they're a bad leader. Like, or if they're not even training you or whatever it is, they're a bad leader. And here, it, like I look at those things and I can't I can't help but to think of Jesus's upside down kingdom. Like yeah. it, this is exact. That's everything that Jesus taught. Hey, yeah. if you want to be a good leader, humble yourself. No, absolutely. You know what's interesting here is that even in verse 50 that you just read now do not stop him jesus said uh for whoever is not against me is for you Mm -hmm. that i never i never really saw this until until we were studying for this that um uh the exclusivity claim by the disciples reflects an early boundary drawing with um in the early christian movement Mm -hmm. like even then even at that very moment right there where luke and um excuse me not luke where where luke is writing here where where jesus with his disciples Mm -hmm. and his disciples are like jesus these guys are over here uh trying to do things in your name and we tried to stop them right then and there they're trying to set boundaries Mm -hmm. that jesus is it's trying to divide he's trying to break that up and it, it's just so interesting, you know. So Jesus' response emphasizes, you know, the inclusivity um, and the broad reach of God's work. Mm. It, the gospel, it's a very divisive thing, mm-hmm. but it's also a very inclusive message. It's yeah. for everyone. There is no limitation for um, for the gospel. Of course, of course, there's no limitation for the gospel because it's transcendent. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to break every single barrier that there is. Like if 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 the gospel didn't break any type of barrier, none of us would be saved. No, a hundred percent. I completely agree. And that's and that's like you look at Romans nine, the grafting in of the Gentiles. Right. Like that was the whole point of the gospel. <laughs> like the whole point of the gospel was to be able to break the barrier between, you know, God did choose the Jewish people to reveal himself to the world through them, but it was never meant for them to just hoard it for themselves. Like it was meant for them to go out to the ends of the earth and proclaim the kingdom of God. Like that's what it was for. And you even start to see some of this and even throughout the book of acts where like, you know, even to that point in acts or even when, 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 uh, when Paul has to rebuke Peter and Galatians, like, there's still trying to draw lines between 
no, but these people are with them and these people are no, there is not supposed to be a line. Like there now there within the gospel, now there is no Jew or Greek, there is no Roman, uh, there is no Gentile. Like you're all part of the kingdom now because of the gospel. And I think that's that's really what Jesus is trying to get them to understand that's here. Exactly like yep. do not stop him. Nope. <laughs> Don't stop him. If he's if he's not it's 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 like what he tells the Pharisees later. Uh, I forget if it was before, or after, like way after this. Like a house divided cannot cannot stand. It's after this. A house divided cannot stand. You claim that I'm, I'm Beelzebub. Yeah. How am I? How am I a demon? Like how how am I a prince of the underworld? But I'm out here proclaiming God. That doesn't make any sense. Like it, they're, they're they're he's trying to break the divisions that are, that are constantly being caused. Um, and I think that's. I think that's an important thing for us to understand as Christians because I think oftentimes we can there's a dang bike night these bike night bro bike night motorcycles everywhere this is ridiculous but um (laughs) soa uh but (laughs) (laughs) great show but um you know I think it's I think I think there are there are lines that us Christians even now, like I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on, on, on social media. There's, I even, I even hate to like, I understand it, but at the same time, it's like, we shouldn't even put a label on people. There's a whole thing called nons, uh, nons. That's what they call them. The non-believers nons. Like it's, it's, it's people who may be agnostic or atheistic, uh, but they're searching and, and it's like, Oh, nine out of 10 nons would say that, you know, they would go to church if someone invited them. Like, but are you as a Christian only looking for other Christians in your workplace? Are you as a Christian only looking for other Christians in your school? Or are you trying to cross those dividing lines that are, you know, just because you're a Christian does not mean that you can't talk to other people. Sure. Like just because you're a Christian does not mean that you can't approach someone else and say, Hey, come to church with me. Yeah. Like, and I think that's like, that's a, that's a big thing that we see in the next section here from 51 to 55. Um, the Samaritan village that rejects Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, I mean, we don't really have to go into depth on that one, but it's, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to make their track towards Jerusalem and Jesus sends a couple people up ahead to go and try to prepare a room yep. for him and like get, just get lodging so they could stay there for a couple days or whatever it is. And they come back and they're like, Hey, they don't want us there. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And which is crazy because then later on, like, you see all these different Samaritans that Jesus talks about and he interacts with and, you know, the lepers are, are, are some of them and the blind men are some of them. And you see the, the woman at the well is also a Samaritan and he's constantly dealing with these people because he's trying to break those dividing lines. He's trying to show his apostle, his disciples, hey, look, you're going to have to talk to other people even if culture says no. Yeah. Like you're going to have to break these dividing lines. You know what's interesting here is that in this section, he's not necessarily trying to force anything to happen. No, he's not. They said no. Okay. They said no. He moves on. Right. But then when he catches them individually, like the woman at the well, it's married and woman at the well, Mm -hmm. she couldn't reject them. No. And when she heard the message, she went running back to the city Mm -hmm. to, to tell everyone what she had just experienced. The man who had told her everything about her life. I mean, just because a, a mass group of people seem to be rejecting you doesn't mean that that one individual will reject you, mm-hmm. which is the perfect picture of what Jesus is trying to, to, to kind of show here. You know, Jesus, Jesus' rebuke of 
of the desire for for vengeance illustrates his message of love Mm -hmm. um peace and forgiveness even toward those who reject him and oppose him Mm -hmm. because eventually he does bring some of those people in right and 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 those people help jesus create gigantic inroads for the message of the gospel to be shared with the with the samaritans and so many others and it's and it's funny too because like like you're saying like the vengeance thing uh, verse 54 and when his disciples james and john saw it they said lord do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them (laughs) (laughs) lord brings fire down on these people (laughs) and in my head it's like i read that it's like do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and it's in my head i'm like boy you couldn't even release the demon from this guy's son you're you think you're gonna bring fire down from heaven like you're soaking up the altar that elijah put up in place no Oh, man like get out of here you can't even do that who do you, and jesus but he turned and rebuked them good he did what he had to do he did they what were he acting had like to brats. Do. no you don't have to don't worry about it no you don't no it, what did i tell you in the beginning of this chat what did jesus tell you in the beginning when he first sent you guys out if someone rejects you clap on. your sandals from the dust and move on that's it just move on take your shalom with you keep going yeah it's interesting jesus says you know do not repay evil for evil no nope. for vengeance is mine i will repay mm. who says that peter says that later on mm-hmm. when he writes that's interesting how much they're learning from jesus and we can see it you know portrayed in their letters later yeah. on but uh, it's, it's incredible and to me. and 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 that's the purpose of this type th- that's the purpose of this chapter is to teach us the same thing mm-hmm. you know if someone rejects you that's okay yeah don't worry about it you don't need Just to pray on. you don't need to pray for the lord to bring down hellfire on no. them. <laughs> no. just move on it's okay Eventually, and if you and, and you know what if you see someone else preaching the gospel to someone and then you talk to that person and they might be from a, de- a different denomination. Hey, what did you, what did you talk to that person about? Oh, about Jesus Christ and how he's their Lord, and, uh, the Lord and savior. And he died for their sins. Oh, okay. There's no reason for you to tell that person to stop no. just because they're a different denomination. No. If what, if the gospel that they preached was the proper gospel, that's all you need to know. That's all they need. That's all you need to know. That person is not against you. That person is for you because they're preaching the same gospel that yeah. you are. Yeah tertiary theological things are different yeah you know what's crazy is that (laughs) you know what's interesting to me is um talking about vengeance something that always comes to mind when this topic is brought up Mm -hmm. especially in this context where jesus says you know jesus rebukes them i'm pretty sure that the rebuke was something like this in the sense of jesus telling them that his vengeance is sufficient Mm. so when we think about taking vengeance on someone when we want payback for something when we want to retaliate in anger or something like that keep in mind that our our um our vengeance or our payback or anything that we can do to that individual lacks severely over Jesus's um, perfect vengeance mm. on that day. Mm. But if they are believers and if they are Christians or eventually they do come to the Lord, Jesus's perfect sacrifice on the cross is completely sufficient mm. to cover even the sin 
that they um, that they committed against you at any period of time. That's good. So whenever you know, yeah, that's something that I think about very often because I get you know have a short fuse sometimes, a lot of times. <laughs> have a very short fuse. You know, for those of you who know me, you know you're laughing with me because it's true. I have a short fuse, and I've had to condition my mind to think that way in the sense of I don't need to get payback. Mm. Either Jesus will get payback for me when he returns or his payback or or he paid for their sins on the cross. Mm. Either way, it's taken care of. It's taken care of. And you know what the best part is? I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I didn't have to do it myself, bro. I didn't have to do it. And, and in a sense, if you think about it, when, when we do it ourselves, it becomes sinful. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. 100%. It becomes and it's a so sinful lacking. thing. And it's so lacking in severity. And then afterwards, you just feel crummy about it. Yeah. Like, eh, I shouldn't have done that. And if, and if you do get payback, it's like, ah, I could have done better. Or, dang, like, pun, you know, the, the punishment didn't fit the crime. Mm. My punishment was, I was too harsh on them. Mm. Jesus' payback is always perfect. Yep. Either on the cross or on that day. Mm. And so it finishes off with this. And this was, this one, this one. This one kind of caught me. I, 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 I saw it in a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The cost of following Jesus. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Wow. Wow. Very intense. <sighs> it's super intense. Like, it's like, Very intense. Like, like, we, like we, we look at the enthusiastic volunteer of like, I, 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 I want to follow you wherever you go. Cool. Great. But you're going to lack something. Not going to have a home. You're not going to have a home. You don't know if you're going to eat every day. I don't eat sometimes. Yeah. I, I lay my head in dirt every other day. I don't have a home to lay on or a bed to go to. Mm -hmm. You willing for that? And I love that there's no responses. No. Like after Jesus walks, after Jesus says says what he has to say, there's no response to in, in, any, in any of these, uh, the, the the called but hesitant, you know, he called that person and he's like, well, I want to bury my father first. And he's like, nope, let the dead bury the dead. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because like, I, I like you look at it, it's like, what do you mean? Let the dead bury the dead. And when you look at that, it's let the spiritually dead bury the spiritually dead. Like if you're going to follow Jesus, you have to understand that he is spiritually resurrecting you. You want to stick back to hang out with dead people? Go ahead. Go. Go be one of the dead. But I'm calling you to spiritual life. Let the dead bury the dead. And then that last one, that last one hits hard. Yeah. Let me, let me go back home first and say goodbye. Mm. Hey Amen. You don't put your hand to the plow and turn back. Because no. it's like, like you you, 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 we don't know this now because we're not agriculturally savvy. Um, and the only reason I know this one because I, I, I did a sermon on this one one time, but it was, you know, the plow. You, you have to look, sh you have to look forward yeah. at what you're doing, 
because you want to make sure that the row that you're making with your plow, the plow, the, the, mm-hmm. the line that you're making in the dirt to plow the ground apart so you can plant seed in it, that it's straight. You, you want, you want straight. straight rows so that you can be as effective as possible and get as much crop as you possibly can. Yeah. The issue is that if you put your plow, if you, if you put your hand to the plow and you start pushing, you turn your head, you're going to start doing all these swervy lines. Yep. You might go into other lines that you've, rec- you've already created. Now you have to go back. You have to replow. You have to fold the dirt back over. You have to do all these things and you're doing all this double work, all this extra work and, and, yep. and it's fruitless yeah. to look back. Wow. It's fruitless for you to look back. That's good. And it's interesting because in each and every single one of these, like I look at it and it's like foxes have holes and birds of the year have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head physically. Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. And I look at it. And in every single one of these instances, yes, he's talking about something physical, but thinking about it in the spiritual sense, Jesus is calling you to a hope that you did not have. Mm -hmm. He's calling you to live a life that is going to lead you to eternal life. He's calling you to follow him. And the cost of discipleship of that is leaving everything else behind to push forward to the home that you will have with him in the future. Mm -hmm. And in every single one of these moments, your home isn't here. What are you, what are you worried about? Why, why are you worried about a home here? when I'm going to be giving you a home in eternity. Why are you worried about the life of your father and those people back here when you have a family in eternity? Why are you worried about going back home, home, quote unquote home, when your home is no longer here, but it's going to be the kingdom of God? Why would you ever, like this is the cost of following Jesus, is leaving everything behind to look forward to what you have you know that for me the 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 itinerant ministry of jesus requires total commitment oh total you know, commitment often leading to physical discomfort and social um estrangement mm-hmm. we're often going to be physically uncomfortable oh. we're when we're sharing the gospel with someone absolutely you share the gospel with someone they may reject you right then and there and that's social estrangement um you know this highlights the demand of discipleship it's not necessarily saying that there is no room to love your family right this isn't saying that there's no room to um for for a proper meal and, and to have a good roof and be responsible with your finances nothing exactly. like that there's this no, isn't yeah. saying anything like that all this is doing is just depicting the total commitment that followers and disciples of Jesus need to have for the advancement of the gospel. If the advancement of the gospel isn't the primary um, itinerary for our life on a daily basis, then we are we are looking backwards when we should be looking forward mm. in plowing that land. Mm. And, and, it's, and it's, a, it's a daily thing. Every single day, we need to check ourselves. Am I looking forward? Huh. Or am I looking to the sides? Am I looking? Is my family more important than the gospel? Is my job or my finances? Is 
is my social time with my friends and is going to Wawa in the middle of the night more important? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's, I, I, it's, I don't know. I don't know. But I, this, I, is, this is all about Jesus making sure that his disciples understand. The cost. The cost and the commitment that, that the gospel requires. Mm-hmm. And it's, if, if, if you want to look at these kind of broken down in that first one, if you, if you want some application yeah. <laughs> in that first one, you know, where he calls, where he, he says, you know, you're not going to be comfortable all the time that, that directly deals with mission with like mission work. Yeah. Are you, are you willing to go out and do mission work? Like whether it's locally or globally, it doesn't matter. You know, Jesus calls, calls the disciples to go first to Judea, then Samaria, then the ends of the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, you start at home, you work your way to your state, your nation, whatever it is, and you continue going. Your mission work, are you willing to make yourself uncomfortable mm-hmm. to push the gospel? The second one, let the dead bury the dead. Okay. But Jesus, I care about my family. Well, so does he. Yeah. Guess what? Oh, are yeah. you proclaiming the gospel to your family? The, your mission at home <laughs> where you lay your head at night with your parents with your siblings with with your with your spouse with your kids is the gospel a, a conversation that is happening consistently within your household to where Jesus would look at you and not have to tell you let the dead bury the dead mm-hmm. like are they believers as well are they right. are, are are they following Jesus as well right. and then that last one are if you're going to commit to doing kingdom work Put your hand to the plow and keep going forward. Don't look back. Amen. And if your friends at home don't want to join you, leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Because guess what? If they are not willing to join you here, they're not going to be with you in eternity. Absolutely not. You would hope that they are. And if that's the case, hey, come plow this field with me. Invite them to come with you instead of you going back home to say goodbye. Amazing. Don't say goodbye. Jesus. Someone out here doing drift. <laughs> Need for speed out there. Oh, man. This has been good. This, this has good been one. a good chapter. Great chapter. I'm glad we got through it. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. That's yeah. the end of Luke 9, everyone. Hey, 62 verses in two 62 weeks. 62 verses in two weeks. Hey, nobody can say, hey, verse by verse, bro. Verse by verse. We went Come through on. every single one of those sections. Let's go. Let's Stay go. Stay tuned for Luke chapter 10 when we come back love you guys 